When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get Cancel Podcast. This is the Let's Get Cancel Podcast. Cancel Ninja. Born truck in the house. You already know it. And today's episode, we're t- having a doozy. We're talking about the worst relationships we've ever had. Facts. <laughs> so, should I start this or should you start this? Nah, I want to hear your drama, B. Uh, trust me, it's like, the funny thing, see, the funny thing about my drama, a lot of people don't know about it, hence the name Casual Ninja, because I keep a lot of my shit just quiet. I'm not the type to go on social media and just, you know, put my dirt out there and complain about whatever, because a lot of bitches do that shit. I don't, I never did that shit. Right. But I'm going to have to say that my worst relationship has had to be the one girl I dated with the Bronx. I've only been, well, I'm 32 now. I've only been... And two seasons. What? 32? Yeah, I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 32. And I've only shut up. <laughs> I've only you been still in, can't grow no facial hair. Shut up. I've only been in two serious relationships. I can't even count the third one because your hand don't count. You're funny. The Bronx chick, even though we was in a relationship, it wasn't <clears throat> like one, wasn't feeling like one, and didn't feel like one, didn't correspond like one. It felt more like a friends and benefits type shit. So, and then I'm going to say the reason why she's the worst is because there's really nothing there. If, if there was if there was no sex involved, we had nothing else to make it a relationship. Couldn't have no conversation. Shorty couldn't think for herself. And when I mean she couldn't think for herself, literally anytime we went out, you know, she would order the same shot I get in my little restaurant we went to. Like, she would not think for herself. And, I mean, like, she claimed she wanted to go to school, for, um, you know, for to become, like, a registered nurse and all type of medical shit. And the funny thing is, the funny thing about my relationships, they never were toxic, but at the same time, we've had, we've always bumped heads because I was never, I never wanted, like, a stay-home wife, not like that. Any girl I dated, I've always tried to help help them build what they wanted. Like my long-term relationship prior, she was interested in becoming a writer. Becoming a writer, you know, and she's always put an effort in. She was great. She took care of the house. She cooked a home-cooked meal. Couldn't keep a job to save a life because, not because the job was difficult. But the fact the job was, she just didn't like how people treat her. And I deal with assholes on a daily. I deal with assholes any type of job I've had my whole life. It was never enough for me to quit a job. It had to be very severe for me to quit the job. Well, we came to her, and she didn't like it. <coughs> she just found a reason to quit, regardless of pay. And I helped her get two jobs. This is my, my, my second long-term relationship. I helped her get two jobs. She quit both of them. And I'm talking about, even though the pay was good. You know, she didn't even, like, she couldn't even get herself to do something simple as do security just to have money coming in the house. Like, there was, she was not a team player. 
And even though I made efforts and, and made strides to build us up and everything, shit didn't work out. With my with the third girl, the, the Bronx chick, it was none of that. No communication. There was no fundamentals. There's nothing to build off. Of. You can't even talk about. You can't even talk about anything about you know political, you know dreams wise. Bitch was a, a dingbat. You know, like and I never met a person like that. I didn't even think a person like that even existed. So it's just like it was mainly just sex, mainly just sex, and she was very disrespectful. Very disrespectful to the point that even my mom didn't like her. And that's rare because my mom liked all my girlfriends. My mom didn't like it. She claimed she was ghetto. She was loud. She had zero respect. Even to this day, where because my ex lives with one of my friends in his, in his house, in the basement. And, you know, people thought I was saying this shit because I was bitter and angry at her. So does yeah. she live in the basement or does your friend have a lock in the basement? No, no. Um, he converted uh, the basement to an apartment. Okay. So, um, you know, and she had complaints about me too. The complaint she had about me was that I wasn't attentive enough. I wasn't, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, affectionate. I wasn't affectionate, and I had the same. I had the same issue in my six-year relationship. I was claimed I wasn't affectionate, affectionate enough. I was always told that I treated my girlfriends like they were my friends, or whatever. Like, and what many mean by not affectionate, they mean like, oh, you know, you don't like to hold hands or and cuddle, stuff like that. And the funny thing is, it's not like I don't like to, it's just that it was never the norm for me. I just, I just felt weird doing it. At least at the time, it was, of course, some girls I dated, I wanted to try that with, but they wasn't with it. They was on that type of time. So, well, with my, I guess I'm going to say my Bronx ex. It was bound to fail. It should never have been a relationship. It should just been something that you just hit and quit, or you just call up occasionally and get your rocks off. At least in my case, because apparently she's in a relationship now. Um, I never asked, but you know my boy that lives up there, he he always gave me an update. I'm like, bro, I don't care. You don't got time about our life. But you know we don't even keep in contact. I mean, she even like the, the problem with her and like most modern women today she thinks she's the prize and she's not she had nothing to offer she had no value you know i mean for peace sakes when she was telling about her her seven-year relationship before me how you in a seven-year relationship and you don't even know how to act like to be in one because you seem like you need a rule book but it's especially here to me in order to function well in a relationship that's got to be taught to you well, the thing is, for she, her prior relationship, uh, seven years, apparently he never took her to places. Bro, he never took her to Red Lobster. She never been to Red Lobster until I took her. Never been to Red Lobster or a lot of places I took her. Like, a lot of her new experiences was with me. I'm like, how Red Lobster? I'm just saying, just small shit like that. Like, she never been to until I took her to Olive Garden. She never been until I took her. Like, I've never met a person like that before. So I'm like... Where the fuck did y'all go? I mean, you stayed with a dude who took another girl out while he was with you on Valentine's Day. And you stayed with him. I'm saying, I'm just like, like, what's I say? What's I say about you? You know, so like so so far you got the one that didn't keep a job. Yeah. The last one from the uptown boogie. Yeah. What about the third one? 
I mean, the, my third one, well, okay, technically, I have four relationships, if you want to count the down south one and my high school one. And the high school one, I have for close to five, well, for five years. Um, Where did it go wrong? We both were just, we both were just young. I mean, my, my mistake was trying to keep the relationship in high school after I went to college. Knowing damn well, I was trying to fuck mad bitches when I, when I was in college. You sure I, that's I, where you made the mistake? Well, I mean, that, no, that was just one of them. That was just one of them. But the mistake of uh, the mis- the main mistake was actually just being her man. Like she was a uh, hey. she was for the streets. She was for the streets. A little little background: her her her, her mom had HIV. Mm. You know, um, my yeah. ex was also touched by her mother's boyfriend. Mm. Okay, so. Yeah, I mean, my my ex, she she fucked a lot of niggas on the block. I ain't gonna hold you, but mind you, we in high school, so she you know, she been like this in high school. I'm not sure how she is now. I know she got a kid now. She possibly married, you know. But it's just like I've always tried to. When it came to her, I was still blue pill, thinking like if I show her some love, whatever, I could fix her. I have to fix her. Just be there for her. She could just you know, change her ways. And but me, I'm still growing my damn self. You know, I was just I was just thirsty for some pussy in high school. And she just seemed like the easiest person to get it. It was easy for everybody else for, uh, for them to get it. It wasn't easy for me. I had a damn that try tricking a book to get the shit. You know, nigga had to do some nigga had to join the Legion of Doom and plot <laughs> to get this bitch. <laughs> like like for real, I had to. I use I use my homie's help to actually bag her. I mean, my, my homie, one of my homies, we came came to my house just so he could smash her. Couldn't smash her because he couldn't get it up. Couldn't get it up, and I was like, "Yo, if he can't, I want to do it." But she didn't. She didn't want me to do it, and she was so disappointed that he couldn't get it up. <laughs> it was like also cartoon shit. I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, I'm locking I'm ready. Like, what's good? He can't perform. I'm here to perform. And she just wanna have it. So I had my other man's another time. He smashed and then he helped me smash. Because let's just face it, my ex wasn't that bright back in the day. And if I was smarter than I am now, back then, it would probably probably been a lot easier. But that shouldn't have been a relationship either, but I can't really count the high school one because I feel like the high school one was just growing pains. Well, what was your longest? Uh, my second one, the one who couldn't keep a job. How long was that? Oh, then in six years. So six years, five years, and how long was the third one? Uh, let's see, yeah. High school's five years. Second one was six years. Third one? We broke up like four times in a year. That's the other. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, broke up. Yeah, and during during one of the times we broke up, she fucked three niggas in one day. In one day. One fucking day. She told me. Where is she from? Boogie down. (sighs) Told you, son. Like I'm telling you, one day. uh, One day, bro. A shit. She. I'm telling you, son. It's a shit you didn't know, bro. I went she to no walls, no walls. No, no, she had walls, bro. But the funny thing is, one of the guys she she got she got smashed by, she said it was whack, and everything. 
Um, she said he didn't even put it in. That was one. He thought it was it was just weird. The funny thing is, like when it came to me, I always got disrespected. Me, I think you know, I'm talking about we talking about getting back together. You tell me all the shit, and then these niggas are still hitting you up. Like, how you trying to get back with me? Well, let me hold on, real quick. Let me ask. Mm-hmm. How many parents did she grow up with? One or two? Yo, her mom. And her mom ain't no better. Her mom a skis bucket too. So where you think she learned that respect yo, for a man from? Yo, I'm talking about but skis, skis bucket. Shorty can't. Shorty didn't have a job. Shorty was relying on her. Like the reason why I even moved her out her apartment in the Bronx because her she was relying on her daughter way too much. Like when her when her daughter moved out, moved in with my friend. Uh, she lost the cable. You know, people was getting, yeah, yeah. Like, she was taking care of the whole fucking household. Mine was just smoking weed, getting ran through. What you said her name was? Mom? I, I didn't say her name, bro. I'm not going to oh, say her name. I'm saying I, I, I could run through something. I'm just, I'm, joke, joke, joke. Ain't no joke, bro. Here's the funny thing. See, my experiences is why I wanted to write a book. And the name of my book, I was going to write. And I'm not saying I'm not going to do it one day, but. It was gonna, the book was going to be called Is Your Girlfriend Single? Because just because she's a girlfriend don't mean she ain't single, bro. Don't mean, like, like they people just like us. They, they see guys they want to fuck through regardless they with you or not and regardless they love you or not. We be human. You know, and if a girl travels by herself alone or just do shit where I've had girls just disrespect me regardless of the relationship because they were still moving like they single, even though I did right by them. Shit, my, my high school ex, she cheated on me first because her girlfriend convinced the two. And her girlfriend was a, was a scum bucket too because her girlfriend got like more than six abortions. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it's a lot you don't You look at your facial expression, bro. bro this is a lot you don't know. <laughs> six. Six, bro. Like, you think, I, I would say after two, you would get the point. Nah. And I mean, she got a kid. She, I think she got two. These, these are just ghetto uh, hood boogers. Then everybody was a hood booger. The only person who wasn't a hood booger was my six-year-old. Like yeah, we, we call them hood boogers, but a lot of these females never had the proper guidance. Yeah. Because, you know, when, when an individual grows up in a single-parent household, there's going to be some negatives that happen, mm-hmm. even if it's a man or if it's a woman. You know, when you got the mom and dad in the household, you got like the yin and yang effect going on. Yeah. You know, one's going to balance out the other one if there's any balance in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and then my high school one, um, like I said, I was on some weird gangster shit, bro, because I let, I, I let like two of my homies smash her while I was with her. Like, it's, not, it's not like I didn't know about it. I was like, yo. Did you get paid for it? Nah, bro. Was a waste of time then, B. Nah, it wasn't even a waste of time, bro. It was just like the funny thing is, he don't, me and him are still friends this very day. He don't like talking about it. You know, I ain't gonna say his name. He don't like talking about it, but it's because of me, he ain't a virgin no more. You know, so it's just. So like, let me ask you this The mm-hmm. females that you talk about that you had the long term relationships with. Yeah. Or the four, did all of them grow up in single parent households? Um, <clears throat> High school one, she uh, she had her father there, but her father was no better. Her father was. He didn't live. Did he live there? No. 
He was. He was. So a, who she? Who she grew up with? My grandmother. Single parent. Yeah. Um, what about the six year? Um, mother was in her life. Father passed away, but her actual father she didn't keep in contact with. He's actually supposed to be dying, so she just called him the sperm donor. Disrespect. Yeah. Low, 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 low radiation, man. Okay. Yeah. What about the uh, boogie down uptown boogie down? Ain't no well, yeah, that's a single mom. Oh, I mean, All right, what about the one from down south? Down south had the mom and dad, but oh, she, she was, was just the rebel. Yeah, she was just a rebel. Like she surely told me she did porn before. I never seen it. She said she fucked a porn star named Rico. I'm not even sure if that's even true. I know who Rico is too. <laughs> You know, and Shoy is just like, she said she used to be a stripper. You know, and she got a kid. She even told me she re- regretted even having her son, which I thought was disrespectful. That's the first time I did a single mom. But like I said, like, the common denominator when coming to all these shorties is me. So I just made bad decisions. But at the same time, these are all growing pains because I, I grew up in a single uh, parent household. I didn't have a father teach me right from wrong. I had to go through growing pains and learn shit. Okay. You know, so right. I'm happy for my experiences. I'm happy that it didn't go too extreme and too left. But I was there for all my relationships. Like, these bitches didn't have no, like, besides the down south one and everything, I was helping these bitches out with their bills and shit like that. You know, like, when when the Bronx shorty got kicked out of her apartment, got evicted, I'm talking about lots got changed and notes on the door, shorty was staying with me. For a week, I was going to do hell with my parents about that shit, cause she had no place to go. Like my grandmother, she wanted um, my grandmother wanted her out to stay in the shelter. I'm like, nah, she's only here for a week. Yeah, you know, it, it's just a crazy shit. And there was time we got into an argument, and she would get dressed. Oh, I'm going, I'm going. I'm like, bitch, fuck, you gonna go? You gonna go home? Can't go home. You gonna go? You gonna send the park? But shut the fuck up and stay here. This time I kicked out my apartment because she wanna act up and shit. I'm telling you, like, like motherfuckers is like, so it's it's funny because I'm actually showing you the real me. <laughs> this is not some me being silly. Hey guys, it's cash. No, this is this is me. This is this is real me. So the funny thing is, <laughs> I've kicked numerous bitches out of my house. <laughs> I've kicked numerous bitches. Yo, I like how I look in the screen, y'all. The only thing I'm missing some grills right now. <laughs> See, I wish I could be myself um, where I'm at, but I can't because then shit's going to get hot for me. Niggas going to ask too many questions. See the, see, the funny thing about it is, the funny thing about me, bro, is that people know me through other people, but people don't actually know me. That's what I like about, that's what the name Casual Ninja. Oh, I know you because of, of such and such. I know him because of such and such. Nobody know me for shit. Nobody know shit about me. My shit is quiet as kept, bro. <laughs> And that's how I always rolled my life. So only people who really got to know me was the girls I dated. The one I did like, the homeschool one that I liked. And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, she was smart. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was smart and everything. But I think she just wanted, she, she didn't like the fact that I liked to like to like that to the point where I told her I could see us in a relationship. And I was just being honest, but I told her it didn't have to be a relationship. I said, it could be what it is. We just enjoy each other's time and smack uglies. I told her that. You know, so she didn't want to talk about, oh, oh, it's too late for that. 
you know, oh, I think we passed that point. You said that. I didn't say that. So, it's, so it kind of you come up to me like you want a relationship. I was like, yo, I, I take you out. I didn't get a chance to taste it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even get a chance to like see what that shit felt like. I, said, I didn't even get a chance to make bad decisions with you yet. Know what I mean? So it's just like, yo. <laughs> so it's just like I hate when people waste my time. Now that I'm busy and I got a lot of shit to do, my time is very valuable. So I just get extremely pissed, especially when a bitch wastes my time. Especially I know I got shit I gotta do. I was like, yo, I'm a, I'm gonna like lying to bitches, and that's because. I just don't have the patience no more. This is this is is what it is. Like, yo, I like you. Let's vibe. Vibe is good. And the funny thing is, I be trying to tell these bitches, and I feel like they don't believe me. I am not going to treat you different if I smash. If I like you, I like you. Period. You want to come do a hang whatever? Cool. I'm not. You, you think I'm gonna just smash and then I'm gonna block your number and say get the fuck out? I won't hear you. No. Okay. I've had tons of things. <laughs> It wasn't planned. I had tons of one night stands. I I had looked for it. <laughs> I ain't complaining either. Shit, I was thinking I had one a few minutes ago. <laughs> so, what? You know, you know. No, repeat that last part. I was thinking I had one a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, you might have had one. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, I don't know. I don't want to like get kicked out of my here. <laughs> I got one more day in this bitch. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, and like I said, I used to, I was bitter for a minute, for a couple of years, you know. All right, so for me, I think about bad relationships, I'd have to say there's two that stand out. Um, the last most recent one, first let me say I do love her. Mm-hmm. I try to give her the most respect I can, and that's simply because she's the mother of my kids. All right. Now I'm in New York. Kids are growing up. She done moved down here, moved down to Georgia. And basically it's just, you know, even while she was up to up top, she was making things hard for me with my kids, like just to see it, see my kids. So, you know, I had to let it go. And all of a sudden one day I get a phone call and she says, and I'm surprised I got the phone call because she don't call me unless she's beasting about something. And she says, don't say nothing. I got to say something to you. And I'm like, uh, okay. She lays out a big apology to me. I'm sorry for all these years of putting you through what I did. You know, it wasn't until you had your surgery that I realized how much you mean and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, wow. We start building on a relationship again, right? Mm-hmm. I make that decision. I move. Moving with her. When I got there, I put like twelve fifty in her pocket. Come that January, I put another ten racks in her pocket. Oh wow! And that was to cover January to June. While I worked at this job I was doing, I was selling life insurance, but I wasn't sure where the mo- how how good the money was going to be, so I wanted to cover the bills in advance. Come May, I'm realizing that I'm making money, but I'm not making enough money to support the family. That's where the trucker part of my name comes in. So I go in the truck. I start driving the truck. I went from my paycheck being $174 for the first check 
So the last check that I got from them was twenty eight hundred. God damn. So I literally the first whole year that I worked in trucking, I did like sixty two thousand for the year. That's with me taking ten weeks off out of the year. On your shit. Mind you, she's getting every single check because I'm over the road. All the checks went straight to her because I had a little check card. So I'm paying all the bills in the crib. All the bills, the mortgage, light, uh, water, groceries. I'm paying all of that shit, right? So I'm tired of being over the road. I want to be home with my family. I know a trucking. I could be local, home regional. So I get home. I send out some resumes. I get picked up by a new company. Now, mind you, she had access to my bank account. My original one. But I didn't really like feel how she was moving with my money. Because after the first year, I had nothing in my savings, which made no sense to me. If I'm covering all the bills, why well, I got nothing saved up for myself? Mm-hmm. Long story short, I moved to this new position. I'm home every day. Still making decent money to cover all the bills. And one day she comes in the room and says, so you're only going to give me seven fifty a week. In my head, I'm like, did this blankety blank just say what I I just heard? So I'm not trying to argue because I'm not the argument type. I said, yeah, I'm only going to give you seven fifty a week. She tells me, you're going to have to find some place else to stay. Now, I've been here two years. I've been covering all of the bills since I got there. Because I forgot to leave out that she filed my taxes. I got 15 racks. I gave her 12. While I'm still paying all the bills. Hmm. So when she said I got to find some place else to stay, I was like, cool. Six weeks later, I closed on the house, my house. So on one hand, I'm, I'm, I'm upset that it didn't work out, but I love her to death because if she didn't put me in the position she did, I wouldn't be a homeowner right now. Mm, they should hate you for that, bro. <laughs> she, she might, but, you know, I can't be concerned about what somebody else think about me if it ain't positive. You know, she got her house. She building a legacy for our kids over there. I'm building one for my kids on this side. I want my kids to have more, not less. True. Now, I think the worst that I've ever had is jump off. I met out in, she she was from Cali, but I met her because she was living in Florida. This is back when AOL was popping. Met her. Yo, fam, when I say this shit was bad, Oh, matter of fact, hold on. Let me go back to the first one. Not that matter. Yeah, let me keep going. So, met her. Thought everything was like copacetic. Thought shit was popping. I go down to meet her. She tells me something that was not something you want to tell a dude. Like, just don't tell a dude something like this. But I'm like, right, you know what? Cool. I ain't gonna stress it. You still gonna come up top, me? You know, moving with me. We just see how shit go. So the job I was at, we used to take them out on a trip. While we were on a trip, something happens. I'm on the cell phone with her spazzing out. Like, yo, are you serious? You was real when you said that? Long story short, when I get home, she on the next flight smoking back to Florida. A couple weeks go by. Actually, like two, three months went by. I get a phone call. Hey, I'm planning to move back to Cali. Um, I just wanted to know if I could come up to visit you before I go. 
because you know I really cared about you and everything. I really did love you. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. The length of time that it took her to get up here was suspect on its own. From Florida to New York, it's about a 14, 16-hour drive. She got here 24 hours later. But she wasn't in Florida. <laughs> right. Well, she flew. So, she, so, nah, she drove. So she get here. She tells me, oh, you know, well, I was when I asked her what took so long, she's like, oh, on the way up, I stopped to meet a friend. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there was this game she was playing. And part of the game, you had to put in your email, your cell phone, your instant messenger. Game would, hit, would contact you like that, right? Mm-hmm. So while she was here, the thing that bugged me out was that I didn't, I didn't smash, but she was giving me hella fellatio. Couldn't understand that, right? Mm-hmm. She leaves. I'm still playing the game. Dude just hitting her up on an instant messenger. I'm trying to act like, you know, I ain't, I'm not trying to be involved with her business. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I just got curious because this one dude kept hitting up. So I'm messaging back like I'm him on some real simp shit. Eventually, I'm like, nah, this ain't her. This is such and such. She's like, oh, yeah, she told me about you. I'm like, yeah, she told me about you, too. And he was like, okay. I said, I know she came through, and she also told you that she was on her period when she came through. He was like, yeah, that's true. But that mouth was working. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, yeah, that mouth was working. So when I hit her up about it, she was like, well, you know, we not together. I just stopped by. But I'm like, yo, mom, but how, like, how you living like that? You come up to tell me bye, but you stopping off giving head treats on the way home? She a bobblehead? <laughs> like, for real, like, like that's like that's kind of like foul. No, that's foul. But, you know, again, the common denominator in all the bad relationships is me. I can't be mad at them because I chose them. Thanks. I can't be mad that the outcome wasn't where I wanted it to be. But I learned something from it, not necessarily about them, but about myself, what I will and won't tolerate anymore. Mm-hmm. So as bad as it might have been, I gained from it. Because, I mean, to get kicked out and close on your house six weeks later, how mad am I be at? I ain't that mad. And just like I told you, um, I, I've dated girls who had, like, ambitions and shit. Like, so Bronx, she wanted to go in the medical field, but that shit fell apart. Uh, the six-year one, she wanted to be a writer. The down south one, she told me she was planning on going to law school, and apparently she dropped the idea of law school for me. I'm like, I never asked you to do that. That was one. So that was bullshit. She was the type of girl that tried to manipulate you through fear. And I guess trying to hurt you. Like, what kind of fear? Oh, like... When I tell her, I tell her myself, you're not going to have time for a relationship and law school and be a full-time mom. So we might as well call this quiz now. I tell her that. I said, I'm not saying that I explain. I'm just saying be, I'm just being realistic. Oh, you can't tell me how to do this, this, that, and third. I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you to do anything. I'm just trying to look out for you. Like, yo, you, you're not going to be able to focus on all three. You're not. Law school is going to take all, all your time. And then, you know, bitching the, the audacity and the nerve to tell me after dinner, you know, I could I could easily replace you anytime I want. I'm like, word? I'm like, you going to tell this to a dude you claim you care about? I'd have been on right after that. Yeah, see, I was simp. I was simp back then. I don't know. That's back then when I believed in love and shit, bro. I don't believe in love and shit no more. I'm not saying it don't exist. I'm talking about for me, I can't see me falling in love, period. 
Oh, I love being your motivating fact. Yeah, me, me getting me, me getting married and having children was never a motivational factor because I could easily get that. Easily get that. I'm not a bad looking dude. What makes you think you could easily get it then? Simple. And here's the thing. And I'm not even trying to bigger myself. I know me. I'm very ambitious, very hardworking. I'm not a bad looking dude. I take a kid of myself. I got many good I got things that make me a, a what's the thing? Um, you know what I'm looking for? It's called uh, a comedy, some of that. Uh, not anomaly, but a commodity. There you go. I got a lot of quality factors that make me a commodity. So it's just that, that what girl wouldn't want to do like that? So it's just like, I mean, if I'm going to get married, I got to date outside my race. I can't see me with a, with a, with a black check, period. And damn, every chick I dated was black. You see it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> hey, where you go? Hey, where I, I go? I, she right there. Yeah. I'm just being honest. Like, well, I can't date. The reason why I can't date black is not that I don't want to be with one. They don't respect black men. Period. Especially a guy like me. And I sometimes I feel like black women are just like, and not just black women, just. This type of woman is just intimidated by an ambitious man like me because it'll just show them what they're lacking in. I don't know if it's necessarily they don't respect. They never learn what to respect in a black man. Yeah. Because especially if they grew up in a single-parent household where the single parent was the mom, the mom might have had some issues with the father. Yeah, and the funny thing, like when kind of white women, white women will date black men. If they're successful, if not, you know, they'll fuck them and that'll be the best, best kept secret. At least that's just my opinion. But like I said, like me wanting kids, or whatever, that's never been like a been a like a main factor for me. Because I'm like, yo, if I really wanted that, I, I could have had that years ago. Especially my reckless ass. I've been doing a lot of reckless shit since I was a youngin. My next relationship, if I have one, she's going to show me that she's worth it and that she's all about me. She's not going to show me that, then brother just going to die bash the rest of his life. So what skills she got to bring? She just got to be cooperative. A lot of the girls I dated was not cooperative. And I'm not saying you got to give up your dreams for me, but like, yo, it's like every chick I've dated, I've tried to build something with. Literally, I've tried to build so you go with hamburger help every night? What you mean? You said all she got to be is cooperative, right? I mean, obviously, they got to be more characteristics. You got to cook. Clean, take care of yourself, be a responsible adult. And at the same time, worry about building this thing I'm trying to build. You know, so just like Are you gonna help her with the cleaning? Yeah. That's the thing. Like what about the cooking? Done both. I've done both before in my sister relationship. That's why living with each other wasn't a problem. Our place was always clean. I cooked, she cooked, I cleaned, I cleaned. I was never on some gender role bullshit. It's my well, it's not mandatory that she do all these things by herself. Just have the skill set to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not against relationships. I'm not against marriage. Those things are beautiful with the right person. And a lot of these women today are not even built for this shit. They want the status. They want. They say they want this. They don't know how to maintain it. Getting the they want the wedding, but don't want the marriage. Yeah, a lot of these girls will get relationships, but as soon as shit starts to, to quake and there's issues and fighting, 
oh, I'm going to get somebody even better. Not knowing you never solved the problem. You just brought a witch to the next one. Then the next but one. you do got to admit that a lot of a lot of males out here be on some straight sucker-ish. No, but they are. Which that's makes true. it hard for when she meets a man that's really about something and he's looking for a certain level of respect, a certain level of uh, accountability, certain level of um, cooperation. They're not able to step up to it because what she's normally experienced is that I don't have to do these things in order to maintain a man. Yeah, and then the women who date the men who ain't shit is like, oh, so why is she with him? Simple. She has the power. Let's just face her. Relationship is all about leverage. She has the power. If he ain't doing shit, she can tell him what to do. She can kick him out, whatever. She like controlling that nigga. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to just say this flat for the record. No man should ever move in with a woman. Facts. Just, just it's not a good look. Especially if he ain't got his own place already. Yeah. Now, I can see if you had your own place and her place was better. But I would still say that if I'm moving in with her, the goal has to be that we're moving into someplace else totally. Mm-hmm. But I would never move into a woman's apartment. or Well, I did it once, made the mistake. Because, you know, for the, for the longest years, when I was 19, I had my first crib. Yeah. And I've always had my own place ever since then. Yeah. So even if a female told me get out, I laughed in my head like, okay, I'm just gonna go home. And like I'm gonna be sitting on the bench thinking, what am I gonna do? I don't know where to go. I don't wanna call my mama. I just went home. Yeah. Most of the females I kind of dealt with over my lifetime came to my house. I like home field advantage. You know, but I think what makes relationships bad overall is your expectations aren't equal with your level of communication and the reality of what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Because once, especially for a man, once we make an, an investment in a woman, be it financial, be it emotional, we have a tendency to look at the bad and hope for it to get better because I didn't put time into it. Not to say yeah. women don't do the same thing, well, but for a man, it's, 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 it's real deep. For From my experience, and I'm not speaking for everybody, it's talking for me, I honestly think you can spend 10 years with a chick, 15 years, 20 years, she don't care. Like, she, gonna like, she don't care. Like, you might not want to leave because you invested time, bro. She will dip out. It's happened to me twice. Right, but see, the thing is, you're going to see all those red flags before you even get to the first year. Oh, now I will. It's just that because you don't invest some time. Because what it comes down to a lot of times, it's not so much that you love them as you're used to them. Yeah. And, you you know, when you try to start weighing the benefits of it, like you can have a chick that's literally giving you the buns every night, but treating you like ish. Yeah. But if you're that dude that's like only concerned about getting the buns, you're, gonna, you're not really going to get nowhere. She's not going to respect you. Because mm-hmm. she knows all you're really concerned about is the buns. Facts. She might be cooking. She might be keeping the house clean. You, he might even be bringing in the money to pay the bills. But if his main focus is just a physical one, she's not going to respect him in the long run. Nope. Because see, a woman, to, and this is just my opinion, I think women bring compassion and understanding to the relationship for a man 
for a man's balance. A man brings structure and discipline to the relationship for her balance. Mm. So if you don't have those two things coinciding with each other, it's going to end up being a bad relationship. Well, truly, I just feel like um, when it comes to chicks, as a man, you cannot get attached. Because once you get attached, you become weak. And what I mean by that is once you get attached, if she says, if she says anything hurtful, she does anything to spite you, now you're in your feelings, now you're in your emotions because you're attached. So it, it kind of like being attached just cuts your defenses, makes you a little weak. And we we all guilty of that. We've all been guilty, but see, everybody's got to – see, I think if everybody went into the relationship the same way they do a job, yeah, it would work out better. Because when you go to work, you don't walk into work with that attitude. But you'll come home with that attitude. True. When you're at work, you don't talk to your boss any kind of way. But in your relationship, you feel like you got the freedom to speak however you want to. Mm-hmm. So if you treated everything like a job – and you always want to be on your best performance, I think things might work out better or they would end a lot sooner. You well, know, the minute you had a job that you don't like, how long you stay? Oh, no, you plan to leave immediately once you find something better. And the, the crazy part is, like, take, take the chick I dated two months ago. She was she was great. You know, put to, you know from, what I, from what I saw, put together, well organized, had a kid, you know. I try to look over the fact she had a kid because the kid was older. How much older? Seventeen. Well, he's gonna try to fight you. No, she had a daughter. She'd have got you jumped. It was something like that. But you know, the thing she didn't like about me was the fact that I t- I told her I said, "Look, you might like me, I might like you, and we might have this future together one day. But regardless of how long I'm with you, like my heart is never going to be like fully in it." Me and, like, ever since my sexual relationship, ever since that shit ended, I knew what true heartache felt like. Like, I was broken. I was hurt. You know, I was really hurt. Like, I, I was hurt more than anything I've ever felt before. I knew what that shit felt like. I had to, like, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad books and just put myself in just learning just to take it, like, take it off. Like, it was just, it was bad. And I just vowed to never let a woman put me in that headspace ever again. So well, I was, think about it. Mm-hmm. If you treated your relationship like you did your job slash the investment you have in your job, mm-hmm. 401k, 403b, right? Now, with most 401ks, it takes you five years to get fully vested, right? Right. 403bs take three years to get vested. So if you're looking at it in, in these terms, the first year, I'm only going to, it's not that I'm limiting what I can give you. But how much of this should I put into the relationship? Yeah. I'll pay the bills. Um, I'll be understanding. I'll be cooperative. But when I say how much I'm going to put into it, it's not like I'm not trying to give you my best. I'm giving you what has been earned at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So at your job, you get your full 3B. Your first year, you're vested 25%. Okay. But you're still giving. You're still giving your all to that to that system. Second year, you're giving 50% because you're seeing your investment grow. You're mm-hmm. seeing the, the wealth you can you can pull back out of. Third year, 
Fourth year, you're 100% invested because you see that through your efforts, you're getting a return on your, your, um, your, your investment. So if people looked at relationships the same way they look at their money or their investments, I think people would have a whole lot better outcome in the long run. Because if, for example, if I'm always calling this female that I want to be with, but she never calls me back, she never hits me up and asks me how my day is, how much longer should you really invest your time and effort into that? None. If I'm if she's making all the effort to come over to see him, to spend the night, cook for him, clean up the house, but every time she comes, the house is clean, dirty. After she cooks, he don't clean up. Should she continue to invest in him? Of course not. She so, like- you know, overall, I think... Everybody, it's kind of like when you're in high school. There's certain classes that we should have. One class, of course, is personal finance. Mm-hmm. And I think another class everybody should have is navigating personal relationships. How to know if it's working. How to know if it's not working. The difference between friends with benefits and your girlfriend. And even if it's your girlfriend, how much your loyalty do you invest in it? Because a lot of times right now, we got people investing in husband and wife efforts into a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. So if it's not my wife, why am I paying bills for you? Why am I giving you money? I shouldn't be. Because you just, my girlfriend. Now, if you're my fiance, I can see stepping that up. But until you're my wife, you can't hold me accountable until... I'm her husband. She can't She can't hold me accountable for things that I got to do. I can't hold her accountable. Mm-hmm. We haven't made that legal obligation to each other. But a lot of people like to play house. That's why I don't believe in shacking up with nobody. No, you're right about that. You have your place. I have mine. We can spend one weekend here at my house. We can spend another weekend at your house or your apartment. But well, moving in, there's no commitment there. Because at any point in time, they can be like, you know what? I'm tired of your shit. Leave you a dead John note. You come home, they ghost. Shit. But I think the biggest issue is that people are just unrealistic about their goals, their wants, and their needs. You know, I've always said that whatever expectations you have of her, whatever expectations she has of you, put that on, put that in the front. Let me know. Yeah. If you expect... See, remember a couple podcasts back, I was like, I can respect the gold digger. Yeah. Because the gold digger going to let you know up front, hey, look, if you ain't got this type of money, you ain't doing that, I can't do it with you. Because she's she's up front. Right. A lot of dudes want to disrespect because bottom line is they ain't got the guap for what she's talking about. My my, my thing is, even if I didn't have the guap, if it ain't a reasonable price, it's like, what am I getting out of this? I feel like I'm just throwing money away just for your time. Your time ain't that valuable. Facts. But at least she's up front. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like the, the male hobosexual. <laughs> He's willing to throw out mad schlong so he keep a roof over his head. Yeah. But in the meantime, he ain't going to do nothing in the house. He ain't bringing no guap in. He ain't going to interact with your kids if you got them. He mm. don't care about your friends. He don't want to meet mom and dad. He just want to throw the pipe and play the PlayStation. Go hang with his boys. Pretty much. 
It's like, I don't know, and these, uh, <laughs> tell you, women say delusional. They have two to four kids, and, you know, and that's that's another thing, yo. Stop stop praying for a man, yo. Like like praying got nothing to do with it. I'm praying yeah, for. See, a the delusion man. is actually on both sides. At least I think so. Mm-hmm. Because, see, this whole thing about blue pill, red pill, purple pill, like that. Those are labels. Those are categories that we put people into because it makes it allegedly easy to identify those groups. But if a man already has kids. He should definitely have no problem with dating a woman with kids. True. If he's single, then I can see him having an issue with dating a woman that has kids and vice versa. Which I've had. Because you know what to expect. Most of these girls are looking for a stepdaddy, though. Looking for a stepdad. And, like, they they pass their prime. They in their th- late 30s and 40s look, looking for a good dude. Wasn't looking for this nigga when they was young. They wasn't looking for this good dude when they were out here. Again, well, and shit. in her defense, I'm going to say that a lot of them were looking for that good dude. They thought they had that. Where they went wrong in is that they thought by having this child, I would solidify keeping that good dude. As opposed to, let me get married first and then have that child. Because there's a different level of commitment. If I'm married to her and we have kids, I'm more committed to building a family. If it's some, if it's a girlfriend and she has a child by me, well, she didn't require me to marry her before she had the kid. So it changes the whole dynamic. And there's few guys out here that are willing to say, you know what, I had a child with her. Let me work on trying to marry her because her price, when she decides to just let you have a seat with her, without being married, in a man's mind, he kind of devalue her to an extent. Yeah, we do. It's not like she's saying, well, I got a child with you. You got to marry me. And you and they can't use that that ultimatum of, if you don't marry me, I'm going to take you to child support. No, that's not a good look. But even if it's not going to be a marriage, she should be working towards with him. Let's co-parent. We decided not to be together, but since we have a seed together, let's work on having the best relationship with the opposite sex that we've ever had. Let's try to be cordial with each other. Let's try to be supportive. Let's try to discuss ups and downs that we might have because ultimately, once you have a child, it ain't about you no more. It's about that child. So let's try to keep each other in the best frame of mind and push it forward towards our own individual goals because our individual goals should always be make sure this child comes up well-adjusted. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we got too many selfish ideations across the board, be you black, white, Asian, polka dots with green stripes. We always get into that level of it's about me, 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 especially if you got a child. Once you have a child, it's about them, 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 them. I'm going to tell the girls that because even even right now, the the girls you deal with today, when you get into a relationship with them, they think it's all about them. It's not. It's like, oh. Valentine's Day, this day, this day. What about the dude? Like you keep becoming type of man you want, but what are you doing to do that man? Like, how you making him feel and shit? No, no oh. man, no man is getting into a relationship to be a slave. Know what I mean, yeah, so I mean, there's a there's a there's a bad epidemic right now of a lot of single mothers that grew up with single mothers and they just weren't taught right. That's what it comes down to. They weren't taught right. 
No, they wasn't told right, but they got to understand that single women keep other women single. That's facts. And I say that's 75% true. And well, and I'm gonna say older women ain't telling the younger women shit because that's their competition. Women are not friends with each other, they're in competition with each other all the time. They tolerate each other. They're not friends, they're frenemies. So you're saying it ain't the same thing for us dudes? Everything's competition. I might it's the same thing how um a brother don't mind seeing you doing good, you just can't do better than him. So it's the same thing with dudes too. Same thing with dudes. But with women, it's just a little bit different because men don't have a time limit like chicks do. Chicks got a time limit. What's that time limit? You know, like you know, them giving birth. You know, it's supposed to be like back in the day, it was a social class when a woman get married at a certain time, has a kid at a certain time. It's about a, a social class. With so men, men get better with age. Like, like, like fine wine and shit. And it's not sometimes with women too, some women like that. But it's just like, if you want a man who's doing well, he's making six figures, maybe seven, or close to six figures, you think he's going to stoop to your level to date a single mom? I'm not, I'm not saying all single moms are created equal. I'm saying, but like, you got a kid, you got a dead-end job, you ain't, you ain't about shit. Why would he pick you? Like, when women say they want this, not a third, and their situation is ridiculous, why the man that you want? Why would he? Why would he want that? Because at the end of the day, a man want peace. You don't bring peace. Most time, y'all bitches bring chaos, and y'all live off that shit. Well, on one hand, I'm gonna go back to what you said about what the men bring. Um, and I know the dynamic is different for us. It's different what a woman expects from a man and what a man expects from a woman. I'm in trucking. I'm around people all the time that make six figures easy, right? Mm-hmm. But are we saying now that a woman should accept a man that makes six figures, but he's grossly out of shape? Because I see a lot of that. I'm talking about dudes that when they get out the truck, I'm talking about a truck. 16,000 pound vehicle, eight tons. When they get out, the shit rocks. She's supposed I'm to accept like that. Women who do that, and yo, know, I, I I give it to them. <laughs> you know, women do that. I feel like they just do them because they just feel like they're obligated to, either for, for uh, financial reasons. It, it, you can tell the type of sex you're getting, bro. You can tell if a girl's giving you sex because she like you, or she's giving you sex because she tolerates you. I'd rather have the sex where she likes you. So big difference. Big well, I difference. like to think that the majority of the times in my experiences. I was putting it down, down, so I didn't leave them a choice whether or not to like me, but they was in love with what I was doing. But that still doesn't mean she was totally in the mix. But I think overall, especially for our community, mm-hmm. we both both sides got to do better. Now, I, I, I do have to admit that our sisters need to do a lot better than they have been. Because when we look at the statistical data, we look at what happens for the outcomes of women at a single-parent household. And by the date, I'm talking about where the children wind up, yeah. where the children end up in relationships. You know, I really do believe our sisters need to do better, and there's some work that needs to be done. Because a lot of them were raised in single-parent households. So like me, I grew up with mom and dad, but I was the rebel. I didn't want to look to marriage to be my end-all, be-all. 
I was out there doing my thing thing, but marriage was always on the back burner. But something that I think every man understands, and this is why some people say, well, you know, a man shouldn't start thinking about getting married till he's in his mid-30s. I understood that I had to have a certain level of income, a certain ability to, to provide for a woman and a child, realistically. Mm-hmm. But not everybody, not all men come to this realization. You know, I'm, I'm in my early 20s. I had my first seed. It'll be, I didn't know what to do. I went out and got jobs. I had two jobs. I'm doing whatever I could, but I still didn't understand what I really needed to do. So in some ways, I failed that one. I didn't fail it because of who I was as a person. I failed it because of what I was able to do at that time. Because in your 20s, who going to give you that job unless you're in sports, acting, entertainment? Who going to give you that job paying you 80000 out the box? No, I'm, I'm not an average dude. Might not have average average. looks. Might not have average looks, but I I was kind of like the average dude. But even when I was the average dude, I was still above average because at 19 I got my own place. True. But that but does that mean I necessarily have what it takes to support a whole family? I got enough to support me, and I was struggling doing that, real talk. Mm -hmm. So when you start looking at the statistical data. If I'm a single man, single woman, and I'm making $32,000 a year, I might be considered middle class. But let me add a child to that equation. Now I'm under the poverty line. Yeah, middle class even exists anymore. But oh, it does. I'm there. Well, I mean, let's let's just be honest here, though. I mean, we're talking, we're being optimistic, we're doing a podcast and shit, but they're not going to change. I have zero faith. The, ain't, ain't nobody gonna change the world's been fucked up before i got here for world's gonna continue to be fucked up when i leave i got zero i mean food. i feel you on the I, I think they're fucked up i feel you on that but at the same time the positions that they've put me in made me go harder made me stronger no i'm not i'm not denying the situation i've been through is put me in a better place because look, look where i'm at now so so no, did I'm, they really do you a disservice in the long run or did they make you a stronger person through adversity? It did. Uh, it did both, because um, in in the long line, if it making me a strong person, I lost something at the end also, which is what because what don't kill you make you stronger, right? Yeah, but I did lose something. I did lose something. So the whole ideology I had, I wish did, love. I wish love was beautiful as, as I thought it was. Did you lose something you can't gain again? Because, see, the only thing you can lose that you can't get back is your life. You might lose a love. It happens. But you can always gain that back. Can I lose my Can I get back what I lost? Yeah, but it's a stretch. Not with the same person, no. Man, not the but same see, person. You had that bad relationship, right? I've had bad relationships. Right, but you learn from each relationship. So each relationship, there's a certain level of ish you're not going to tolerate. Yeah. So what you're learning to do is create those boundaries. So when you get to this next relationship, you're going to be able to tell her, hey, look, this is what I expect. No disrespect. But if you can't do these things, it's not going to work for me in the long run. Short term, we can smash. We can go out. We can have fun. I can take you out the Red Lobster make you think I'm boiling that Red Lobster. Really, seriously, might as well go to Applebee's. But if if you're able to tell a person, hey, this is what I expect. This is what I want. 
if you can't do this, what we're expecting as far as the highest level of this relationship could be, it's not gonna happen. We could we could lowball, we could go out, we could have fun, we could have we could have casual sex, but I don't think either one of us should take each other seriously. I don't even think either one of us should get mad if we tell the other person, hey, I'm you know, I started seeing somebody else. Because when you're single, you do what a single person does, and definition of single is I'm not married. Yeah. Not I got a boyfriend, I got a girlfriend. Now, of course, that can change when you meet somebody and y'all are able to say, hey, I want to be committed to you. My goal is to be married to you. So now you step yourself up to a different level. And that takes time, real time. Like, it's not unheard of for a man to meet somebody within six months knows he wants to marry her. It's not unheard of. That's because those people have been able to talk openly and they've they've been... uh, Damn, what's the word? Damn, What's the word? It's the word. The word when you oh transparent when you're transparent with each other. Well, all I know is every girl I've been with who told me they love me, look what they at now. They ain't here. You know, ain't ain't chick tell me that shit from this day for man. I ain't gonna see. Love is a. I ain't gonna cringe. But I'm gonna look at you like, okay, right. But remember, the way I, the way it is, not how I see it. The way it is, mm. love is not a noun. Love is a verb. You do love. You don't say love. If I'm doing all the things that makes her happy, why do I even need to tell her I love her? If she's doing all the things that make you happy, make you feel secure as a man, why does she ever need to tell you I love her? But the ones that don't do it. Mm-hmm. They're going to love bomb you to death. Oh, I love you, baby. I miss you. I've been thinking about you. Oh, let me go. I'm going to holler at you later. When somebody love you, they learn you. They learn what you like. They respect what you want. And they move in that manner. That man, that manner. Yeah, they ask you questions. They try to learn about you and shit. Right. Little things that will let you know somebody loves you. Like, hey, baby, how was your day? Hey, baby, what's motivating you for today? Hey, hey, baby, how's your mom doing? How's your brother doing? How the kids doing? Those are the things that let you know. Mm-hmm. But when you're not getting those, those, those subtle things, it's easy to say, I love you. Throw you some ass. Most men get stupid after they bust one. Because the problem right. with having sex too early in a relationship, the chemicals that are created when a man orgasms mimic those same chemicals that a man feels when he's in love. Every young man can understand this. Your first nut? Oh, oh God, I think I'm in love. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, man. From, I play like this. From this day for man, I fall in love every day. And what I mean by that is... <laughs> now, see, remember, love is a chemical interaction in your body, right? Oh, no. So if you fall in love every day, hopefully it was a good one. Oh no, I'm talking about this. But it's I not know. gonna last because it was temporary. Nah, any girl do it now, man. She looked good enough to be my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she looked good enough to be my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> that reminds me of somebody talking about I'm looking for my next wife. This is where the candidates are. I don't know who but, said that. <laughs> but you know, I I think well, actually, I know from every bad relationship you have, you should learn something. Yeah, of course. 
not about the other person, about yourself, about what you're going to tolerate, what your wants are, what your bottom line is, what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to communicate that with anybody else that you meet with afterwards. This is what I expect. I'm not trying to be pompous or I'm not trying to push you into something you don't want, but this is what I need to feel love. Basically, you got to know what your love language is. What makes you feel love? What makes you feel unloved? But, you know, a lot of people never really mature out of high school. Ain't that the truth? So, anything else to add to this, man? We we passed the hour. Yeah, um, I'm making steak fajita tonight, yo, with some chips and rice. Yeah, it's going to be bomb diggity. Fuck it. Okay, now I ain't got nothing to do with the podcast, but yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, steak fajita with some basmati beef rice, a little bit of cilantro, yeah, all right, some chips, some some Mexican cheese, Mexicano queso, ah, uh, queso, hey man, I think this is don't know, sabe, man, meal. I think this was a great episode. It was that. It was. It was. It was a good episode. Only thing great is the Most High. That's just my opinion. Is it the Most High? Most High. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we gonna have to do a podcast about what you where you went today. But yo, real quick, let me shout out my peeps, Tim Tim or Tim Murder, on TikTok. Check him out. He got this little battle going on between light skin, dark skin dudes. It's really friendly, but it's kind of bananas. Just the way they do it. It's definitely something to check out, something definitely worth watching. Because, you know, if you're having a bad day, they're going to make you laugh. Yeah, sure. We'll check them out. Check them out. He got content. Real brother, down to earth. All right, good shit, man. All right, people. That's it for today. Yeah, it is. I'm about to leave here and do some famous shit. <laughs> More like some infamous shit. That too. Research. <laughs> Research. <laughs> Research, man. Research. Oh. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Whole vibe don't do not disturb. Cause y'all put me through some shit that I did not deserve. Mama's made the 21st where all the gunshots occurred and enemies get stopped like they forgot the words. Too much love for me to hate on you Speaking down behind my back Well then it's shame on you okay. I told the girl I thought I love I can't wait on you on. If you gotta lie about how you fuck with me I'm straight on you For real I know this shit ain't a hundred Cause I can feel it They create their comic books And try to make you out the villain I went from feeding the children To fucking hoes at the Hilton I went from Dollar Tree To grocery shopping at Pavilions For real I want a billion on my plate And some mistakes Yeah Reality checks is how I pay for my mistakes Yeah I see you niggas riding waves I'm on dry land Was broke then But not a rolling slutty Like high pants Way too amped up over exes and couldn't focus right So right after I fuck on my ghost and my feelings poltergeist The day shift niggas seem to think this happened overnight But since 12, I've been locked in like COVID night.